Back in the day, I was a big fan of the television show Lost. It was one of the first, or at least the first that I watched, of what many have called the second golden age of television. It began with Jack opening his eyes in the bamboo stand, and then it took off from there for five seasons. And each season had a story arc, and the whole series itself had a story arc over all of the seasons. And the series seemed to be going somewhere. Well, in the end, maybe it went nowhere, but it seemed to be going somewhere. There are many shows like that out there nowadays, available on networks and via streaming, that have pushed beyond the kind of weekly tell-one-story arc and then it's over format. I mean, pick your poison, Lost, Downton Abbey, The Crown, Breaking Bad, Stranger Things. I think most of us have watched some of these things. There's always a moment at the beginning, the opening scene of the series. Jack opens his eyes and lost. The news of the sinking of the Titanic reaches Downton Abbey. And the story unfolds from there. And with these series, following the whole story is important. You can't miss an episode. But if you do miss an episode, or you happen to show up late, or even a whole season, you can always catch up. The beginning of a season, or somewhere on the web, you can usually find a summary, a highlight reel of what happened last season or last episode. Eventually, these series end, but if they're successful, they've held your attention for an extended period of time and told a complex story over several seasons from beginning to end. The readings of our vigil seem a bit like that. After all, we have the beginning. In the beginning, we have Abraham. We have the crossing of the Red Sea. We have the resurrection. It's the whole story. It's like a highlight reel, summarizing things if you happen to miss an episode or two or showed up late. Here's what has been happening. But if you are listening closely, if you're looking closely, important things are missing from my readings. Key moments, memorable scenes. I mean, where's the garden? Where's the fall? Where's the burning bush? Where's David and Bathsheba? It's not the whole story. It's selected highlights. My question is, is why these highlights? What we have here is the story of all the good that God has done for humanity, for Israel, for Abraham, for me, for you, for us. All the ways that God has actively blessed the world and Israel throughout history. 
except for glancing references, all the unpleasant parts, all of the sin which necessitated salvation has been left out. As Jesus was not in the tomb where Mary and Magdalene and the other Mary sought him, sin and pain are not in our readings this evening. The past is past and forgotten, left in the tomb. Go look in the tomb if you want, but he's not there. Christ's resurrection has erased the past. All we are left with are the myriad ways in which God blessed Israel and all of humanity and came to the rescue. Now, there are other differences from a highlight reel. Those television shows are outside of us. They're entertainment. They're on the screen. This story is history. The history of the world, of Abraham, of Israel, of Jesus, of his disciples. And it is not someone else out there, someone else back then's story. It is our story. Yours and mine and all Christians, it's our history. I may not be the lead actor in this story. I think that's Jesus. We may not have second billing, like Mary or Abraham, Moses, and David, but we are part of the cast of this story. And it's a better story than you or High or Hollywood could ever have come up with. This has happened, and it happened to us. God created, and it was good. We have been created in his image and likeness. God tested the faith of Abraham, prefiguring the sacrifice of his own son Abraham. Abraham passed the test, and God blessed him, and we share that faith of Abraham, and we share in his blessing. God let Israel pass through the sea on dry land, and we too have crossed the Red Sea in our baptism. God called back and redeemed Israel through Isaiah. We too have been called back and redeemed. His love shall never leave us. We have been established in justice. God invited Israel to his banquet through Isaiah. Here we stand at the threshold of his banquet. God gave wisdom through the law, and that gift remains with us always. God sprinkled clean water upon Israel and gave them a new heart. We are beneficiaries of that transplant. Christ has died and has been raised from the dead, as St. Paul says. We, too, have been crucified with Christ and died, and now we live for God in Christ. And finally, with Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, we have come to the tomb and found it empty. We may find ourselves fearful like them for any number of reasons, but we are also overjoyed. Jesus speaks to us. Do not be afraid. He goes before us to Galilee and further.
That is where we find ourselves in this moment in the story. Which brings to light perhaps the most important difference. The story is not over, nor will it ever be. We have been resurrected, but there is more to come. Do not be afraid. There is more life, life with Christ to live. Stay tuned.